This episode of the Gospel Coalition podcast is sponsored by Remodel Health, a benefits platform that uses innovative technology to steward resources back into your mission and care for your team. Visit remodelhealth.com slash greenerpastures to discover more affordable health care solutions that meet the unique needs of your staff. This is the Gospel Coalition podcast, where we seek to renew the contemporary church in the ancient gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Colin Hansen. Today's podcast is a discussion with Brett McCracken, Thomas Terry, and Ryan Lister on why Christian art is often so bad. All right, gentlemen, this is a hard question. Why is art in the church often so bad? Well, wow, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot we could say about this question. Um, I think I would start, um, I kind of have a theory that is related to one of um, the greatest strengths of Protestantism, which is our kind of healthy sense of utilitarian kind of efficiency, right? Like we want to get the message out um, to the most amount of people. We want to get the gospel out um, as efficiently as possible. Mm -hmm. So the printing press has helped with that. That was a great thing. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, uh, packing out stadiums, Billy Graham, like it's kind of like whatever means necessary to get the gospel out. So that's a good thing, I think. But when applied to the arts, um, it can become a bad thing because I think art thrives in not utilitarian space. Art thrives in the the kind of superfluous space. And I think for Christians sometimes we struggle with the superfluous. We don't we don't feel like there's a place for that. Like life is too short, there's too many people that need to be saved. The urgency of the mission is forcing us to kind of be efficient and utilitarian. And so therefore when we make a film, when we come up with like music like we want it to be about that mission we want it to be as direct as didactic kind of get the message out through my film but the problem with that and the reason why that often just doesn't resonate with people and gets panned by critics and whatever is just not good is because art isn't meant to do that like art isn't meant to just be a message transmission vehicle like it's meant to be this this breathable space, this wide open space where the grandeur and the glory of God through his creation, through creativity is um, is manifest. And, and I think there's ways that you can do that as and also communicate the gospel. And we can talk about that as well. But I think because we're so urgent in our mission, we have tended to um, err on the side of message over the medium and the beauty of the medium um, and the mystery of the medium, right? We don't like mystery because that feels counter to the whole like efficiency of the mission sort of thing. Yeah, we want resolve. We want resolve, yeah. We don't want to leave questions in people's minds. We want the gospel yeah. to be super clear. We're answering no people. questions. Yeah. 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 Well, I think one of the, the challenges with uh, art in the church is a, is a theological challenge, really. I think we have um, an issue with helping artists theologically think about their art. Mm-hmm. And so what ends up happening is artists in the church just learn to copy mm-hmm. uh, because they're observing yeah. other people because they don't have a theology for it. So they just do what that person right. does. Derivative. Yeah, yeah. That I'm just doing what they do. Mm-hmm. And so it just becomes really mundane and boring and uninspiring. Yeah. 
But I think when you help them theologically to think about God and all of his complexities mm. and the beauty of who God is, mm. you touch the cosmos. You transcend this world and it mm-hmm. opens up your palette. It gives you colors that you never imagined. It inspires you in a way that is is not just, you know, copy, copy, yeah. copy. Yeah. Uh, and so we need to spend more time being inspired by uh, things that that resonate with who God is and testify of, of the kind of person God is and his work and his imprint on, on this beautiful world that we live in. Mm. You inundate yourself with those things. Mm. You will become inspired to create magnificent things mm. and you'll just transcend all these copycats. And that yeah. would, the church would do really well <laughs> to yeah. grab some theology. So on, on the flip side of the coin is, okay, so how, how do we make the art in church better or how do we make artists in the church better at their craft i would say we've really missed um the education piece of it in the christian tradition recently um it's not true you know if you go way back like the church was this this kind of location of art and um learning about art but recent recently evangelicals haven't prioritized like um training in Mm -hmm. art and beauty it hasn't been something you know, seminaries and, and Christian colleges have prioritized all that much, and we we value biblical knowledge and, and theology, and all of that is great. Um, but we just haven't we haven't kind of valued education and and creativity and beauty. Yeah. And so you have a lot of young people who um, who want to be become filmmakers or artists, and they want to do it for the mission, and they want to like impact the world. For Jesus through those media, mm-hmm. but they just haven't had they haven't done the time and you know taken that you need like to become good at it. It takes time and it takes patience, and um, we need to value that and invest in that in the church. So we should have programs in our church that are just for like artists to improve in their skill set. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I think there's a much more weight on boundaries than there is the exploration of beauty yeah. Um, yeah. because many times the church doesn't understand creativity yeah. it's like you mentioned before there's tension there's mm-hmm. mystery to mm-hmm. it and because it's not so black and white right. they're afraid of it what this might become so immediately they place boundaries on yeah. it but education will help people to understand not just understand it like it's something right. to be understood and then move right. on but to wrestle with it, to mm-hmm. enjoy it, to find satisfaction in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so those, I think it's important. I think enjoying it, like, too, is huge. Like, I think churches need to model and have events that are just about enjoying art and beauty because we, we're not going to Not just parsing it or Well, I mean, that could be part it of it, or... like a discussion okay. after the film, but we're not going to become good creators of culture if, we're, if we can't enjoy it, if mm-hmm. we can't appreciate just the beauty of it and yeah. um again, I mean, we get that it, in genesis one when yeah. god created after he created he right. said what it's good god delights in in the beauty of creation and we as his image bearers should as well yeah. and too few churches have prioritized that whether in their church architecture or just what they do on stage i mean we should have film nights we should have art celebrations just because it's beautiful and mm-hmm. we, we should turn our cameras on the world God has created. Like yeah. that is an act of worship just in itself, I would say. Mm-hmm. And we're not, if we don't do that, we shouldn't expect 
any sort of change in the quality of what yeah. Christian artists are putting out. Yeah. Cool. Just one real quick question. Um, so I think a root of all of this is this sort of dichotomy between truth and feeling uh, or didactic and experience. How, how do we help marry those two? Can those be married? Yeah, I mean, I don't think they, I, I think pitting them against each other, like as if it's one or the other, um, is not helpful. And um, I, I think it's kind of the head and the heart idea, like um, Ray Orland said at this conference, GDC West, that Christianity is a, is a whole person kind of holistic reality. It involves the head and the heart, um, it involves accuracy and beauty. And I think that's so helpful. Like, too often we kind of, resort to one or the other kind of go to our camps whichever one you lean to um and i think we need to have both and yes there's a place for truth and defending the truth is so important and yeah. clarity on the truth is so important we don't want to like kind of celebrate ambiguity in the name of art you know like when it comes to the gospel but well truth things that are true about god in this world should yeah. impact our heart in such a way that drives us yeah. to worship. Yes. I mean, it, just truth for the sake of truth that does nothing to the heart of the individual is it's just empty. Yeah. But truth that testifies of who God is stirs your affections in worship. And that's the way it's intended to be yeah. when we separate the two. Yeah. It's, it's not complete. Right. It's not right. That's good. You've been listening to the Gospel Coalition podcast. For more gospel-centered resources, visit thegospelcoalition.org. Support for this podcast comes from listeners like you. Learn more and join us at tgc.org donate.